0: everyone! Welcome back to sated Up! I'm your host, Sabrina, and I'm energized today. I am ready to fucking go. So there's a few things that I want to talk about. One of them is body image and Adderall. You might think, how are these two tied together? They are. But I wanted to start off with a little story from this weekend. It's a fun story. I just think it really shows how when you surrender to the outcome, when you let go of attachments and expectations, the universe will surprise you in really cool, fun ways. And I wanted to highlight this idea, principle, concept with a going out story from this weekend. So I'm someone who likes to go out. I mean, I also stay in quite a bit. It's, I don't know. I like to go out. I like to have fun, but I also like to stay in. You feel me? So this weekend I went out with my friends and I wasn't able to go out the weekend before for my birthday because I had strep and COVID. So I was like, you know what? I don't really care what we do. I just want to have fun. And that's usually my intention when I go out is don't really care what we do, but I just want to have fun. And whenever you go into something with the intention of just having fun, whether that's a project, a date, going out, if your intention is to just have fun, you cannot go wrong. That's also just side note, quick tangent, but when people tell me that they're like, when my friends are about to go on a date or I get a comment on TikTok about people saying like, how do you go on dates without having like major anxiety? And I mean, for a while, I mean, it's kind of like practice. Like it's definitely nerve wracking in the beginning to go on dates. I'm not going to lie. But the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it, whatever. But when I switched my mindset around it from, oh my God, I wonder if they're going to like me or I wonder if I'm going to be weird or is it going to be awkward or whatever. My intention going into it is literally just to have fun, to be open to being surprised, to learn something new about someone else, but ultimately just to have fun. And you really can't go wrong. So my intention was, oh my God, let me say it one, take a shot every time I say fun. Anyway, I'm not even going to say it again. So (laughs) I met my friends. We started at Ludlow House and it was really fun. We just got some drinks, caught up and vibes. And earlier this night, my friend texted me this flyer of an event that he was going to and it looked like so much fun and this friend always goes to the, just the coolest, most interesting events and so when he sent this to me I was like, oh my god I want to go, but on the flyer there was uh, like a note and it said wristbands required. So I was like, okay, how does one acquire a wristband? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I actually have like no details on it because my friend, his friend had given him or had invited him. So he was, and then he was like, okay, well, let me see if I can get you in. Is it just going to be you? And I was with like five or six other girls and I was like, oh fuck. Like, I don't think it's looking very good. I mean, I'm with a bunch of other girls and he was like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough. I would be able to get you in, but I don't know about a whole group. So I told him, I was like, you know what? It's fine. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And, I, and I've and i noticed this a lot with going out. When I put a lot of pressure on something that I want to do or a person that I want to see, I almost like, it creates resistance to what I want. And then it actually pushes it away and it never works. So I've gotten into the habit of just with going out, surrendering to the outcome and just thinking like okay and and it's easy for me to surrender in these situations because I've had so much practice now and I've really noticed like when I do surrender things just work out so I knew and also when your intention is to just have fun you can't go wrong and the universe wants you to have fun so it's going to do whatever it can to make sure that that happens so I really trusted I was like okay if I'm meant to go to this event or whatever then it'll happen and I'll go. And if not, then something better is gonna come along because my intention for the night was to just have fun. And I trust that I'm gonna be guided towards whatever path that is. So anyway, I take that and I'm like, okay, maybe we'll go to this, maybe we won't, whatever. There's like a couple other parties that I I heard about and other things to do, so I wasn't that stressed. I was like, we have multiple options. Which is nice because we also live in an abundant universe. So take this principle and apply it to literally anything in your life. With going out, dating, jobs, whatever. So we're at Ludlow. And then my friend, my other friend, texted me and was like, Sabrina, what are you doing tonight? Like, let's link. I And he is so much fun. Like, he also has... Oh my God, now I'm realizing as I'm talking about this, because I set the intention to have fun, all these people who literally go to the best parties and events were reaching out to me, which didn't even realize, but see your intentions and your energy that you put out really is what comes back to you. So he texted me and he was like, let's link, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, I would love to. So anyway, that was like also then another option for like a party that we could go to. And then I was texting this guy that I have a crush on and we were talking about our plans and he was like, I'm going to this thing in Chelsea. Did you like, do you know about it? And I was like, oh my God, I was going to potentially go, but the group that I'm with keeps getting bigger. So I don't think it's going to be a possibility. And then I was like, oh my God, my crush is going to be at this, I literally felt like I was in high school. I was like, my crush is going to be at this party. I texted my friend, Will, who's the original person who texted me about this. And I was like, oh my God, my crush is going like, how the fuck do I go? And then at this point, I really knew. I was like, okay, uh, if I don't go to this party or if I can't get a way to get in, then that's the universe guiding me towards some or like protecting me in some kind of way maybe I wasn't supposed to see my crush or whatever maybe it's just weird so I really just like surrendered it now because I was like I want to fucking go but like if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out and that's for a reason so Will was like okay I'm gonna see when I get there like da da da. so fast forward I'm like texting this guy my crush and I was like uh, he sent me like a thing to sign up on and I was just like okay whatever we'll see So then Will gets to the event and he's like, you should just pull up, like, just try. I mean, the line is long, but just, just try. So I'm going in feeling really confident. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. And I text my other friend who texted me. Um, and I was like, let's go to this party in Chelsea. And if not, then we can go to the other parties that you had mentioned. So we all pull up. Mind you, the guy who texted me, Kev, his name is Kev. He was with like three other guys. It was four guys. So already the ratio was not looking good. But for whatever reason, I was like, I am determined to have the best night ever. And this is going to work. So we call the cab or we call the Uber. We're on our way to this event. And I, being a girl, sometimes you can finesse situations and lines and what have you. So I get there and Will is like, Sabrina, just try, like just go to the front, just see what you can do. So I did, (laughs) I went to the front and as I'm walking up, I'm like, oh my God. And I see my other friend. So I met like a month ago, I was at Lucien with my friend Sasha and the tables were really close to each other. And we were sitting next to this group of people and naturally because the tables are literally like one inch apart we start talking to them make friends with them connect with them and there's that i show up to this event and it's literally one of the guys who we met it's his event he was working the event and he was like sabrina oh my god how are you blah 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 and i was like i'm good like holy fuck hi um like can we get in and he was like yeah who are you with like get these girls wristbands." like this is and then he introduced me to the other girl working at the the um the door. He was like, Oh, this is cat, blah blah blah, like cat, this is Sabrina. Sabrina, like, where are your girls? Let me get them wristbands. Lit like effortlessly, seamlessly get in. We cut this entire line and just walk in. And I was like, Oh my god. So I just knew like with that surrendered energy and with my intention to just have fun, like it really just. All worked out in a way that I could have never even imagined. So, anyway, the party was really fun, and then the guy that I have a crush on. So he got there a little bit after me. Uh, he texted me like right when I got there. I was like, I'm here, and he was like, Okay, I'm on my way. So when he gets here, he texts me. He's like, It's packed outside. Like, w- like what do we do? So I was like, Okay, maybe I can like help get you in. Uh, the line was just really long. And then I felt weird asking to... And then, oh my God. So then before that, I got in my four guy friends as well. And they just let them in. So then I was like, okay, this... My crush was with like four other guys. I was like, I already got in four guys. I don't know if I can get in another five. So they just kind of waited for a bit. But it was wild because he was... Te- my crush was texting me like, yeah, we're going to this event. Like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I hope I can get in and this and that. And then I, I'm the one who got in and he was like, I can't get in. So that was just, it was fire, I'm not gonna lie. And yeah, so moral of the story is to just surrender, set your intention for the night, whatever that is, and as long as it's bringing you joy and it's not harming someone else, the universe will conspire to support you. So set your intention for the type of night that you wanna have, the energy that you wanna put out and receive back, surrender to the outcome, and then watch the magic unfold <laughs> okay now that that story is out of the way i want to segue into the meat of this podcast episode which is adhd adderall and body image and what triggered this internal conversation for myself that i want to now share with you guys is i was out with my cousin weekend, and he took he, he's a photographer so he's always taking candid pictures and he took pictures of me when i was walking ahead of him so it was the back of it was the back of me and i was wearing a skirt and the first thing i see is all this cellulite on the back of my legs and in the beginning it like kind of i was like wait what the fuck like ew why did you take these but then i realized like this is actually a major growth point for myself because in the past seeing my cellulite also like i'm a very petite i have a very petite frame i'm 5'1 i my legs are muscular i was never like the smallest skinniest girl i had a lot of body image issues growing up because i just didn't look like anyone else you know what i mean so i just i had lots of insecurities around that growing up and it's something that i've obviously been working on and prioritized like healing so i see these pictures and then i'm like you know what it's fucking normal to have cellulite, first of all, but secondly, it didn't trigger me the way that it used to. And I really was like, damn, Sabrina, I'm proud of you. Like the fact that I finally got into a point where I genuinely, even though I'm definitely not my smallest, like this year I gained weight, I'm not my smallest, but I've, my relationship that I have with my body is the best it's ever been. I finally feel like I'm at a place where I genuinely love and accept myself unconditionally. And the way that ADHD and Adderall relates to this is, so I have ADHD, I'm prescribed Adderall, and I started taking it in high school. And one of the side effects of Adderall is that it suppresses your appetite, so i started noticing like when i took it when i started taking it in high school i lost a lot of weight because not only did it suppress my appetite it gave me so much energy so i was going to Barry's classes i was doing HIT workouts every single day or like multiple times during the week and then not eating like a big amount or i was eating very restrictively so i was eating just like super, super clean, never splurging, counting every single calorie down to fucking cinnamon. I literally counted the calories of cinnamon. Like I was, I was insane. And it just, that snowballed for years, like honestly, up until a couple of years ago. And it really, like taking Adderall and then abusing it and only taking it at certain points just to suppress my appetite. Like during COVID, when we were locked inside during quarantine in the very beginning, like March, 2020, I continued taking Adderall because, and, but my reasoning behind it was not because I wanted to like focus on work or anything. It was because I was scared that since we were all cooped up in our apartments, that I would be stuck with like my pantry and food and that I would gain a ton of weight. So I literally took Adderall during quarantine to suppress my appetite so that I didn't eat and that I would work out and be productive. Like just such a, such a twisted way of thinking. And I honestly, though, I'm really grateful for those experiences because it revealed to me where I still need to heal. But I definitely wasn't ready at that time. At that time, I was like, no, I cannot gain weight. Like, I cannot not like the way that I look. It was everything to me. And until I started realizing, like, Sabrina, this is just not a sustainable way of living or viewing yourself that's when the healing started to happen but yeah so it just it really all ties in together and then with ADHD one of the symptoms or like one of the side effects of having ADHD is hyperfixation so I would hyperfixate on certain foods and then I would restrict everything like it just all kind of ties together in a weird way um but yeah So, and then I would get like hyper fixated on the way that I looked or hyper fixated on workouts and just being so wrapped up in that, that it, it just like completely changed the way that I thought about myself and thought about my relationship with food and exercising and not in a good way. So I stopped taking Adderall at one point and then I started taking it. I stopped for about seven months and then I started taking it again because the job that I was working was like really intense and I was just like you know what I'm prescribed this like I'm just gonna use it and it helped it does help obviously like I have ADHD it, it really fucking helps but then I noticed myself getting into a pattern of abusing it and taking it just to suppress my appetite or to work out so then I got real with myself and I was like all right I'm gonna stop taking it again and this was my most recent cutoff and during that time period I really intuitively listen to my body so i started eating more and i started working out less i wasn't doing as many hip workouts i was, really wasn't doing many hip workouts at all because my energy was so, like my adrenal glands were really fucked up my energy was all fucked up because i also relied on adderall to give me energy so i literally felt like a zombie i was hungry all the time and so Anyway, the combination of eating more and working out less and then also doing less intense workouts naturally resulted in me gaining weight. And this was the first time in my life where I was like, okay, I'm gaining weight, but I'm also the healthiest that I've ever been. And I really, oh, this is what triggered it. So I was manifesting. I was like writing down all the the qualities that I would want in a, a partner and What And it was like creative and generous and hardworking and talented and loving, caring, all those things. And then one of them was loves me and accepts me unconditionally. So I write down this whole list of things that I would want in a partner. And then I start rereading the list because when you want to manifest something or like a person, you also have to make sure that you are everything on that list too, because it's like, okay, why would this person with all these amazing traits want to be with you if you're only like two of them, you know what I mean? Like it has to be equal. So I was getting real with myself and I looked at this list of traits and when it got down to loving myself unconditionally, I was like, well, I don't. Like I, I can't confidently say that I love and accept myself unconditionally because I've gained weight and I'm insecure. I don't feel good about myself. My self-talk was terrible. And I realized that I only loved and accepted myself under the condition that my body looked a certain way. And that's really that reframe is what triggered this like new willingness inside of myself to love and accept my body unconditionally, no matter what. And I also just started looking at it as why do I feel so attached to my body image? Why And I realized, like, I was deriving a sense of self-worth and value based on how I look. And I think that has a lot to do with the way our society is and, like, how we view women and how we place such an emphasis and importance on the way that women look. So I just got super clear on, like, okay, why do I have this attachment to my self-worth being tied to the way that I look? So the big shift... In my mindset that I made was instead of affirming things like, oh my God, I love my, like, I love my body. I'm perfect, whatever that, because at that point I didn't believe that it was not the truth. So affirming something like that would actually create more resistance to it, which would be counterintuitive. So instead of affirming that I started saying, I am willing to love and accept my body unconditionally. And then that willingness is what started this transformation because as long as you have the willingness to want to love and accept yourself, which keep in mind, I didn't have that two years ago. Like when I was taking Adderall to suppress my appetite during quarantine, I didn't have that conscious willingness to want to accept myself no matter what. I had the willingness to do anything I could to maintain the same weight and to continue getting smaller. But I noticed that no matter how small I was, no matter how fit I was, I look back at those pictures or videos and I remember thinking in my head that I remember looking at those and thinking, I'm still not good enough. I also came to realize that your sense of self-worth and value is not tied to how you look. It is directly tied to how you choose to love and respect yourself. So when I started realizing like, okay, I'm not taking Adderall anymore, I'm nourishing myself with foods that make me feel good. I'm doing intuitive exercising, like doing yoga instead of, instead of doing a hit workout. I'm doing things that make me feel good. That's a form of self-respect. And the more I started to respect myself, the more I started to love myself because self-respect is a form of self-love and vice versa. So it all kind of went hand in hand, but I think Really affirming and using that wording, like I affirm my willingness to love and accept myself unconditionally. Because when you have that willingness and you have that desire, that is enough to support you in whatever you want to do. And then making sure that your actions are aligning with that. Because it would be one thing if I was affirming my willingness to love and accept myself, meanwhile I'm still starving myself. There's a disconnect there. And then when you have that kind of disconnect, it's it's Your communication to the universe is all wonky. Your your energy, your vibration, everything is not aligned. So it can't be supported. But when you affirm that willingness and then you start wanting to accept yourself and then you do the things that show yourself that you respect yourself and that you love yourself, things just start changing. Like I can't even describe it, but the way that I view myself is so, like I literally changed My neurochemistry, like I've changed my, I've changed my neuro pathways and the thought patterns that I have about myself. And it didn't happen overnight, but with consistency over a few months, the way that I just think now is completely different. And I'm so grateful for this shift because for the longest time, I never thought that it could happen. I never thought I would get to a place where I wouldn't be my smallest. I would have. Cellulate on my legs and my arms jiggle. I never thought I would be at a place where I could say like I'm, okay with that and I still love myself and I still think that i'm beautiful and I accept my body for what it is so that really helped and and another thing that that also helped is recognizing or seeing yourself your physical body as a vessel for love for light for joy for fun when you stop seeing yourself as just a physical body, and this is where it gets like a little bit spiritual, and instead see yourself as a vessel, as an instrument to bring light and love and joy, kindness, compassion, wherever you go, you recognize that your power lies within you. Like it, it gives you this whole new empowered way of viewing yourself as more than just a body, but as an entire energy being that when you show up places, no matter what your your body looks like, you have the capacity to be an instrument and vessel for all of these ama- amazing qualities that make people feel good in your presence. Even if you do gain a few pounds or whatever, people are not going to treat you differently. They're actually going to treat you better and treat you with more love and people are gonna start reflecting love back to you because you see yourself as this light, as as this beam of light and love. And that is what you were bringing places. And that in itself is so much more powerful than just showing up with like a sexy bod and that being what you're known for. And that was another thing that I also struggled with is like only being known, like for a while, I would only post thirst traps. I would only post things that were like suggestive or provocative because I was so insecure. I literally derived my entire sense of self-worth off of how I looked. And then the more that I received this validation from the way that I looked, but in such like a, not from, from an empowered place, it was from a very insecure place. The more I relied on this external validation in order to feel good about myself, which is no way to live because if you are looking outside of you to feel a certain way or receive a certain feeling such as love acceptance happiness joy wholeness completeness if you are looking outside of you to feel that way you're never going to be happy because anything outside of you can be taken away from you versus looking to yourself and feeling validated within yourself because You know yourself. You know your values. You know your worth. You know your energy. You know your soul. You can turn inwards in order to get those feelings because you know that it all comes from within you. And living in that way, knowing that you don't have to rely on anything outside of you to feel something, and you can just turn within and know that you have all those feelings, that is true power. That's happiness. That's joy. That is love. And that's from, that is just a more empowered way of living and I just really encourage you all to try and adopt any of these principles or thought patterns because the way that it's improved my life has been so meaningful and fulfilling and nourishing and I just want someone else to feel that way. And also, I don't know if I'm going to talk about it in this episode but I would love to create more of a discussion around ADHD and the way that it affects you because only recent i mean i've had adhd like my entire life but i never really knew how to cope with it or i never knew that there were certain things that i would do that were common with for people with adhd and learning that i was not the only one who does this like my family especially my mom's side they're all korean they're all like super clean super organized and they're just like very type A, and that is not how I am. So growing up in an environment where everyone was this one way and I was like a little bit more messy and disorganized and forgetful, it made me feel like there was something really wrong with me. And now as I'm older and I'm starting to do more research and learn about myself more, I'm learning that it is normal and there are ways to help it. But I think the biggest thing for me was not feeling like I was alone or feeling like there was something wrong with me because growing up I always felt like there was something wrong and um and I would love to be able to make someone else feel validated or seen or heard or just normalized like with certain behaviors that you may have felt shame about because I think just the more self-awareness you have and the more acceptance like clearing all that shame away just helps deepen your sense of self-love and self-acceptance and self-awareness and the more self-awareness you have i really think that that is like the biggest superpower so i would love to talk more about that in another episode if you guys are interested so that concludes today's episode i hope you guys liked it and got something out of it let me know if there's anything you want me to discuss or talk about and i will be more than happy to do that So thank you for listening and I will see you next week. Bye.